This is your last chance to enter the Ohio Lottery's Fun Turns 50 promotion. Score $3,500 in two tickets to the epic party at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you could win part of another $400,000 in cash prizes. Enter the new 50th anniversary scratch-off or $50 worth of eligible non-winning $5 or $10 scratch-offs and my lotto rewards through the Ohio Lottery app. Hurry up. The last entry deadline is May 13th. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. The NBA playoffs are here. And we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even your speakers are in playoff mode. Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch. Because this is the Turn It Up to 11 NBA Playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA Playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Hey Fidelity, how can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Eberron. 
This arc features our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Mr. Pig, Tyler Hewitt as Peppercorn Littlefoot, and Laura Elizabeth as Resident Badass Mercy. After murdering enough rich people to move into the next train and inspiring a penis-related food riot, our heroes have moved on to the final area. Only they found their target murdered, Mercy captured an assassin, and then explosions started rocking the train? Will our heroes survive whatever the hell is going on? Or will they get killed before they can solve the mystery? Nobody knows, cause it's one shots! Eberron Edition, Episode 4. So the entire train car that you're on begins to to shake and tremble. Um, you, I think, uh, Peppercorn and Mr. Pig, you're kind of thrown to the sides of the room. Mercy, you stand solidly holding um, Carmilla Falstaff mm-hmm. by the throat. Um, the uh, sort of smell of expended gunfire lingering in the air. Um, and from further down the train, you can begin to hear screams. Uh, and shouts and more explosions. Um, you all infiltrated the Thunderbolt Express today in an attempt to uh, discover Varen and, and find out what had happened to him as well as his information. Uh, but now you find yourselves in, in a matter of life or death. Uh, and it would seem that you literally have the murderer by the throat. Mercy, what do you do? Um, I, I just ask, I just say, Why? We needed to know where it was. Where what was? The the, the, the the scroll, it helps close them. We have to seal them all. There's no time. You're saying a lot of them. And they, like, explain, please. Uh, can you stop choking me to death? I'm not choking you to death. You can still speak. <laughs> uh, your semantics are correct uh, she, she pays them no mind um, You can see that um, Carmilla's features are beginning to, uh, to fade mm-hmm. um, And um, so sort of the, um, the, the maskless version of a, of a changeling begins mm-hmm. to, to appear um, And she chokes out um, the, 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 gate, the gatekeepers you know the 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 the, the old cult that, that said they pr- protect the portals to other worlds. They they were right. They were right. Our, our client contacted us. He he told us everything. It, it, it's it's not magical bullshit. It's it's real. There are other worlds out there, and they're bleeding into ours. That's what caused the mourn. And they're trying to do more. They're trying to open more. We have to close them. We have to seal ourselves off before before something terrible happens to all of us. The only way to do it is to get the scroll that's in that goddamned lab, and we didn't know where it was until him. Then she points at Varen. Well, I, I don't know if this is what Carmilla Falstaff wants to pay us to do or not. I mean, I, I'm Carmilla Falstaff. I we don't. I don't think we real fully buy that. Y- yes, I am. Just trust me, and then close your eyes and don't ask any more questions. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this one. Uh, this one's a lie. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> I want to look around and see if there's like. A duffel bag or luggage that we could fit, say, an an unconscious person in. (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) A a fleeing spy did not bring a a duffel bag with them. That makes sense. But there are explosions. (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything we could tie the spy up with? There are bed sheets, I guess. Yeah, you can absolutely uh, tie the the spy up. So uh, do we think we uh, bring the uh, murderess back to the real Carmilla and just say, (laughs) ta-da! Eh? We got, how, we got how did it, we you know to turn into Carmilla Falstaff? We have eyes everywhere. Well, you didn't see this coming. Uh, 
What, do you, what are... do you mean we? What do you mean eyes everywhere? Listen, I uh, I hate to interrupt this uh, very informational chat, but we do have explosions and screaming and gunfire. Yeah, but we're the VIP guys. We must be better off. It's gone to like Peppercorn's head yeah. now, this whole like wealth <laughs> trip, like he's too deep. Uh, as you say that, um, the uh, sort of uh, behind uh, Mercy and um, the shapeshifter, um, you see a sky car, which is essentially a, a pared down um, airship. Think like a skiff almost. Um, pull up alongside uh, the car and you begin to hear a shattering of glass um, as someone cranking a chain gun begins to just offload um, uh, sort of along the cars. It's not quite to you, but it's it's getting there. To the jacuzzi tub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we want to flee. I'm like, uh, yeah. Mercy, uh, bring him if you got him. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, I think, yeah, we know they're coming towards us. It's a skiff. What's on the skiff? Is it armored? Like, what's the setup uh, there? No, it's open top. Um, there's uh, sort of a turret uh, being fired. You can see um, a number of mercenaries on board uh, that are dressed in the livery of um, uh, House uh, Deneath. Uh, house Deneath is a notorious uh, mercenary house. Um, they actually have uh, a lot of uh, beef with House uh, Thrask, um, that uh, your investigative work is generally sponsored by. Um, largely because until investigative units began, House Deneath kind of had open season on like mercenary contracts, but now that they're investigators, a lot of their work is getting getting stopped. So think just like uh, standard like paramilitary gear, um, sort of uh, tough looking folks with like crossbows, and then one person just rattling off a, a Gatling gun. Great. Uh, I'm like, uh, we should leave this room real fast because I'm going to uh, do something a little bold. Uh, and then I just lower the window and I want to take off one of my robotic bandoliers. Sure. And I just like snap it like a whip for a second and then set it up and it actually chain links together into a force ballista turret. Sure. And I just say, uh, get him, Peggy. <laughs> and, and the gun's like coiled on the front like a pig's tail. Uh, and it shoots at the chain gunner as we like bail. <laughs> cool. So um, I'm going to have you guys roll initiative. I'm going to give you this one for free because it's, it's sort of oh top God. of the round. <laughs> That's a nat 20 wow. on my initiative. I'm not doing this on purpose, I swear. I, I got a 10. 17. Okay, so 11 was Mr. Pig. Uh, 10 for me, but yes. 10 is Mr. Pig. Mr. Pig, um, Laura Mercy is at 17. Yeah. Tyler Peppercorn is at 20. Uh, 21 with the initiative bonus, if it, if it matters. It does. Um, all right. Cool. So, um, Mercy, I think you just like... Um, just pop the uh, the changeling on the head to stun them a bit, so they're just kind of uh, woozy. Sling them over your shoulder, um, and we'll just say that, like, similar to throwing someone over your horse in Red Dead, they're just kind of on you. Okay. Um, they're not they're not fully restrained, but for the purposes of of this combat, we'll yeah. say they are. Um, okay, so as you begin to kind of like run out, uh, as Mr. Pig is setting up his turret, I think you, you, you've you seen this enough to know kind of this is the play. Mm -hmm. um, behind you, the way you came is being like ripped apart by gunfire. Um, uh, the only way that you can see to go is forward uh, okay. towards the, the engine. Um, so uh, you take off running um, as, uh, as kind of the, the gunfire starts to reach you. Um, and, uh, Mr. Pig sort of points to the skiff and fires his blast. So go ahead and roll your attack. Great. I just got to check cause it's got its own stats and whatever. Love it. Does it hit 
I'm assuming it's got the same skills I do. It's not clear. It's like me shooting. Yes. Great. All right. That is... It counts as magic, I imagine. 17? Yes. Yeah, 17. 17? Um, all right. So, yeah, you, you managed to hit the gunner. Uh, so he has to roll a con save or else he's blasted backward. Go ahead and roll your damage. 11 damage. Um, 11 damage. Uh, he fails his save, so he is blasted off the back of the skiff. Um, the gun um, swings wildly. Uh, it begins to shoot downward. Uh, you actually hear it shoot across the tracks. Um, and suddenly the train begins to, to tremble. As soon as the gunfire stops, um, you hear shouts kind of back from the VIP section. There's another explosion. Um, and you see sort of a bunch of guards kind of ushering the prince forward, being like, come with us, sir. Um, and uh, he's yelling like, no, we have to go back. There's so many people back there. We have to go back. Um, but they're kind of dragging him uh, forward. As soon as they see you, two of them drop sort of pikes down. And they say, who are you with? Well, I just uh, blew up the skiff outside. I shot a guy. So the, the prince is like, they're all obviously with us then, you fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, and they, they raise their halberds kind of awkwardly. Um, and he strides forward and he says, look, um, I, I, I don't know what's happening. I assume they're after me. I'm so sorry. This is, this is awful. Um, do you know any, any way we can stop the train, get off the train? Do, do you have any means of escape? Well, I mean, uh, we're all sort of in this together. So what I'm thinking is whoever's at the front, probably an escape pod. The richer you are, the better you're out. I mean, that is how it used to be, yes, I suppose. So uh, what I'm thinking is, team up, we all move forward. Let's do this. Let's do this. We'll bring up the rear. Um, so um, as they say that, um, the skiff now gunnerless pulls up beside um, and just some of the like most action-packed orcs you've ever seen um, sort of do uh, the, the running like leap through the window business. Uh, two of them drop in front, two of them drop behind. Um, so the prince's guards uh, immediately engage the one behind. Uh, Mercy, you have uh, two um, orc guards uh, standing in front of you with, um, they're kind of holding, um, think like a bladed nightstick. So mm -hmm. it runs the length of their arm. Okay. Uh, and they've got one on each arm and they kind of drop into uh, martial art fighting stances. It's like a bladed tonfa. Yes, a bladed Ooh. tonfa. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Um, so My I... brother did karate. <laughs> pronounced karate i i would like to um draw out my battle axe which Ooh. i imagine it's like kind of the plates of my body just kind of shift and it kind of comes out of like somewhere kind of like hidden within me that's where do you, where do you think yeah. like mid chest are we talking side of body I like think what's it'll the image come out like side body so i can grab it with one arm nice that's awesome yeah um and i want to and i i just want to two-hand it and just um just two kind of massive swings, just basically like from right to left and left to right. <laughs> just so like, like sweep them? Yeah, yeah basically, uh, yeah. Right. Um, and are you going to use any of your battle master skills? Um, yes, I will. Thank you. Um, I, I will use a precision attack. And I'm also going to do a... Oh, can I use two at once? I believe you can only use one. I think it's one okay. for turn. Yeah. Let's do precision attack then. Right. Um, Sounds good. On the first, on the first hit. Well, uh, actually, you get to pick a target. So if oh. you attack the same guy twice, I believe that should. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll. Is that correct, Tyler? Uh, what's the language? If the language is on the next attack, then it's just the one attack. 
Okay, let's just say, let's call it one attack. I think that probably makes the most sense. So if you want to do the sweep, Laura, we'll say <laughs> yeah. two attacks, um, uh, one on each guy. Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. All right. Which for so for we're flavor's going sake, right to left. Sure. First. Okay. So we'll say um, we'll say like a bandana and cool mask. So bandana's on the right, cool mask is on the left. Okay. Just for visual sake. Bandana, so we know idiot. <laughs> That's how Mercy thinks. Mercy hates clothing. <laughs> Uh, that is actually one of the flaws you could roll for Warforge is they're just so vexed by clothing. Like, why would you? <laughs> what? All right. So I'm rolling. Jesus, that's a nine on that first nine, one. Nine, uh, a solid hit. Uh, you... Oh, wait, I get to add plus seven. My bad. 16. <laughs> I forgot So a, a more solid hit. <laughs> He, uh, yes, um, so, uh, Bandana, like, crashes through, comes up, bladed Tonfa's out, ready for some action, and just immediately has his jaw sliced off by your, by your strike. Um, he looks down in shock, realizing his bandana cannot help him, uh, secure his jaw to his head. Yeah, like, um, what was it doing? Looking cool. Um, <sighs> uh, he drops to one knee as you sweep your blade, uh, into the next guy. And that'll be 22 to hit? Oh, yeah, I think that hits. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I also like to imagine Mercy makes that noise. Yeah. <laughs> Singing just rock theme songs. <laughs> and, <laughs> some, I was going to say some day man stuff right there. Uh, and that's a little bit of 12 slashing damage. Um, so it doesn't drop him, but it, it, it fucks cool. him up pretty badly. Um, so you you carry the, the hit into him. He manages to get a tonfa up in, into the way. Mm. Um, but you gouge a huge chunk out of his arm and kind of slash him across the chest. And to be clear, this is all incredibly clinical. Surgical, would you say? A- absolutely. Awesome. Um, yeah, so it's not like a hacking slash across. It's like uh, it, in the classic anime style, it's like a line appears across him and then yes. suddenly yes. <laughs> splits. Um, cool. Uh, all right, that brings us to uh, him and the skiff. The NBA playoffs are here, and we all know playoff mode is a thing. Listen to the evidence. Playoff crowds are going wild. Playoff players are lighting up the court. Even your speakers are in playoff mode. Okay, we'll take it down a notch, but just a notch, because this is the turn it up to 11 NBA playoffs. Playoff mode is clearly a thing. The NBA playoffs presented by Google Pixel continue on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. With over 2,300 hotels across the U.S. and Canada, Best Western is perfect for our annual spring hiking trip. It feels a little like... Back to the hotel. What a great day. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray Strandom wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. Hi everyone, this is Laura here. I'm not totally sure what to say because Ryan is making me do this because I'm sitting here and we're about to record. But if you want to help to join in and possibly mess me up, uh, you can throw some fun into the mix at patreon.com slash dice. And join our community, have a say in what happens in the show, and a bunch of other stuff. So come check it out and make my life better or worse. Who knows? So we'll see how the fight goes back there. Okay, uh, the guards are doing a, a fine job of, of dropping um, the guys in the back. Um, the guy you just hit, Mercy, um, looks at you. You can see he's very quickly trying to find weak points, um, and he's going to take three quick slashes. Um, there, With each one, he kind of tries to step very close into you to try and minimize your ability to defend yourself with the axe. Uh, so quick three, three quick attacks. What is your AC? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm 20. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so one hits. Uh, so mercy, you will take, uh, five points of damage. Okay. However, he also rolled a crit fail. Uh, so I'm going to say as he's kind of doing these strikes, he gets two, um, and then he goes to swing again. Um, but as he does, um, the head of the changeling kind of slips in front of him and he holds off the strike. Nice. Uh, but in doing so has left himself open for, for a reaction. A sweet repose. Yeah. Just fucking crack yep. that motherfucker. Baby. So I have to roll to hit again, yeah, right? So standard roll to hit. Right. Uh, and if you do, you get to use yeah. your battle So it's master. 14 to hit. Yep. That'll hit. Awesome. And that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so roll, roll your damage and then add the extra. She makes D8. that sound e- also. Oh, roll my damage. And then. <laughs> <laughs> These Sorry. are all mercy sounds. <laughs> These are just what it sounds like parts of her body grinding together <laughs> while fighting. This 12 damage. 12 damage. All right. Um, yeah, it's just like he holds <laughs> off his strike. Um, and um, as he does so, uh, I think because you, you swung twice, just with the like the haft, you just punch it through his chest. <laughs> um, and it's, it's like straight through the heart. And you're uh, too late. Or to blame? I can't remember. Uh, I always thought it was too late, but yes, it is to blame. Um, either way, you give Orc a dead name, uh, and he collapses uh, sort of uh, to the ground. Um, behind behind you, you can hear the fight kind of wrapping up. So I do, I do reach to kind of for a moment, just to like, I kind of, I kind of reach towards the wound, but then turn around, realizing I should probably help. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Very cool. I like that a lot. Um, okay, so the skiff is going to fire um, just kind of like uh, crossbows through the window. Um, there are three of you, so I am... Uh, oh, I guess and the prince. So I'm going to roll a d4. Uh, first one is on Peppercorn. Uh, second one is on Mr. Pig. 
So, Mr. Pig, what's your AC? Uh, 15, but I will cast Shield as a reaction, boosting me to 20. All right. Well, I rolled a crit on that one, so unfortunately, sir, that one's for you. And um, how about Uh, you? Minus 13, but I'm going to do the same. I'm going to add plus 5 using Shield. Okay. So, um, on the crit, um, Ryan, you're going to take 12 points of damage. However... Tyler, uh, the other t- guy rolled a one. Oh, um, not even necessary. So I think uh, as he fires his crossbow, time slows, um, as it sometimes does in these these horrible situations. Um, and as it does, you kind of throw your arm out, um, and uh, your rifle slides down your arm into your hand. Uh, and we're going to let you take a single reaction shot um, at the crossbowman on the skiff. Okay, so that is 14 on the die plus 6, so dirty 20. That'll hit. And I'm using a D10. Oh, so odd. So that is 7 damage. 7 damage. Um, the shot catches him in the forehead. His forehead evaporates um, as your your laser rifle, uh, powered by kind of an arcane stone, mm. uh, strikes him. Um, and uh, you see him fall backwards off the skiff. Wow. Crossbowmen are squishy. Um, okay, so um, Mr. Pig, you have access to your turret. However, all the obstacles in front of you are now clear. What do you do? So, just to be clear, on the skiff itself, there's one crossbowman and a driver, um, or just there's crossbowman? a crossbowman, a driver, and two other uh, martial arts guys. Great. Um, you can also target the skiff if you feel so inclined. See, I want to target the skiff, but also I'm a smart enough guy to know that, like, I don't know if we have an escape pod, but right now we could have a skiff. So I'm going to look at uh, and just gesture with one hand towards my turret and go, eh, pork chop, uh, and point <laughs> at the guy driving the skiff. I just want to blast the driver sure. off it. Go ahead. That is a 22 to hit. That'll hit. Great. And he will take... Seven damage, plus he's got to pass the, I think, whatever the... The, <laughs> the blow you know, off was. the skiff yeah. check. Well, he fails that, and the seven would have been enough to drop him. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you, you blast him. You hear, like, a sickening crunch as his chest collapses, and uh, he's blown off the side of the, the skiff. Great. And there's a part of me that wants to be like, ah, this is great, but there's another part of me that's like, ah, I, don't, I don't feel so good. Uh, <laughs> I am severely injured. Uh, however, knowing that there are these like fucking martial artists and Mercy is distracted, I'm going to rely on her to save me. Uh, and I want to cast Thunder Wave at uh, the, all the people on the skiff. Because sure. it's just a wave, right? Yep. Yeah. So I just uh, extend extend my hand. Uh, and I just say, back, bacon. Uh, <laughs> and, and I cast These are getting better. Yeah. These are getting much better now. Uh, All right. So um, I believe I need to roll checks for that. It's a con save. DC 16. Oof. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. So um, one of them is just like blown. Uh, we'll say the crossbowman is just like knocked off his feet um, and falls Hans Gruber style, not firing his crossbow. Um, the two other guys like hunker down uh, and manage to save uh, the skiff. However, uh, is also hit by this because it's just a wave of force um, and it tilts like it just starts to fully capsize. 
Um, the second it does, uh, second the wave hits it, it kind of knocks it up onto its side, which means that its thrusters are pushing it directly down, uh, and the entire skiff just shoots straight down into the ground and explodes. I I got him, and I I meant to do that. <laughs> mm. <Ugh>. um, <laughs> as you look out the window, um, you can see there are several other skiffs, um, not attacking your car necessarily. Um, but, uh, on a few of them, you can see warlocks, um, just kind of like summoning, uh, the warlocks and, and wizards throwing fireballs and eldritch blasts, um, and just punching holes in the back parts of the car. Looking down the train, you can see it's on fire. Um, but they, they, they're kind of like pointing towards your car and flying forward. Um, so I'm going to drop us out of initiative order for a hot second cause there's no immediate danger. Uh, and say you continue on to the engineer's car. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so you, uh, as you kind of, uh, as all all of you kind of rush down the hallway, um, you can see the skiffs getting closer. Um, a couple of the guards um, very heroically leap on to one of them and start fighting their way for control. Uh, so now you've got two guards, the prince um, and the three of you. Um, you... Um, you can see that there seems to be like someone on one of them kind of, again, pointing to things and, and uh, with a spyglass and kind of calling orders. Um, you reach the engineer's car and you see the engineer's panicking. He's got like um, a flintlock in each hand. And as you, you bust through, he kind of like aims at you, but he sees the prince. He's kind of like, oh, uh, oh, geez. Okay. Um, look, uh, I know this is bad, but I think it got a way out. You guys just got to trust me. Um, and he turns around and he pushes a big red button. And as he does, the the blue glowing energy kind of in the um, the massive glassed off chamber in the front of the engine um, disappears, and you start to feel all of the hairs on your arms stand up as uh, electricity starts to kind of course past you. What do I feel? Uh, the same. Uh, you feel. Um, your whole body starts to tremble a little bit. Um, it's uh, as you're being slightly overloaded. Okay. Um, the electrical force is is rough, uh, and you realize that the engineer has just loosed uh, the elemental. Ooh. Um, so as you watch, uh, the train's elemental rushes in fury and just starts kind of engaging with the the sorcerers and wizards. Um, however, with nothing powering it, um, the train begins to grind. Um, and he, he looks at all of you, he's like, don't worry, I'm sure she'll come back, right? So I, uh, I think this guy might be an idiot. <laughs> also, my tummy hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the train begins to, uh, to grind out of control. Um, as you look out the windows, um, you see, uh, the turn that you know that this route normally takes. Um, however, with no one, with nothing controlling it, uh, the train continues straight past it. Um, and kind of looking out of uh, the front viewport, um, you can see a grayish mist in the distance uh, that you recognize as the Mornlands, and they are coming awfully fast. I'm thinking everybody should strap in. We uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, if we go into the Mornlands, we're done. We're toast. Oh uh, no 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 no! It's fine. She, she'll she'll come back. The, the, you know she'll she'll come back. She loves driving the train. She'll she'll come back, and uh, you know we'll we'll just uh, we'll just turn this train right around. We'll get back to the station. She's just gonna take care of take care of all the bad guys. Like this this is gonna be fine, right? Who's she again? Uh, he's talking about the elemental. Uh, I grab the guy and I'm like, escape escape pod lifeboat. What, you got anything? I mean, why why would we need that? We're a train. I punch him in the face. Do you have anything? Uh, his nose shatters. Uh, no, we we no of, of course not. 
Okay. I mean, it was basically just us kind of bullshitting our way through it anyway. Uh, uh, Mr. Prince, you got anybody who could do like a feather fall or anything that would get us uh, off of the train without dying? I mean, I could. Great. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, um, he says, uh, hang, hang on. Yes, 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 yes. He reaches into his pouch um, and uh, he pulls, uh, he starts like sort of like looting through uh, stuff. He's like, I can, I can never find anything in this. Um, oh, here. Um, and he pulls out uh, two tokens and he's like, wait, uh, you, you, you can take care of yourself, right? Uh, yeah. Featherfall-wise? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, look, uh, I was given these, um, by an uncle who insisted that I should always carry them when I walk around Sharn in case I get drunk and fall off a ledge. Apparently that's how, um, one of his friends died. So, uh, one for you, one for you. Um, he goes to hand them to the guards, but they kind of, you know, shake their heads. Mm -hmm. He goes, okay. Uh, and one for me. Uh, he kind of looks to the engineer, and the engineer's like, (laughs) I don't need one. She'll be back. It's gonna be fine. Um, as he's still held up by <laughs> Mr. Pig, who's punching him in the <laughs> face. Uh, you can tell he's, he's in the middle of uh, a complete mental break. Um, and, uh, yeah, the explosions continue behind you, um, to your shock and, and kind of horror. Um, the car you were just on is, is basically ripped in half by a fireball. Uh, and the rest of the train begins to kind of sink away behind you and all the skiffs kind of fall into form behind you. Um, meanwhile, the elemental is like kind of blasting them one by one. Um, but, um, as, uh, she's doing that, um, kind of like one lick of electricity starts climbing along the ceiling and, uh, the engineer looks up, he's like, look, I told you she'd be back. She loves being in the train. Um, and then it shoots directly into his forehead, uh, and his head explodes. Oh, we don't got to punch him no more. Everybody out. Yeah, I don't um, think she's coming back. We're going to, like, open a door if there's well, a door. Okay. I mean, the, the elemental blasted out. There's availability. Yeah. We're getting the fuck What's out of the train. What's in my hand? Um, so these are, um, you recognize them as artificer tokens of Featherfall. Ah, oh, okay. Um, so uh, at this point, uh, the train is speeding. Um, as you go to leap off the back, all of a sudden, the, the remaining skiffs start opening fire um, madly. Um, and uh, you can hear someone on board being like, we have to stop them. They can't. Have, they can't recover the item. Um, and uh, so, basically, you can jump into gunfire, or you can take your chance jumping off the train when it runs out of track. You will be on the edge of the Mornlands. I'm a. Uh, can you magically power the uh, the train to get us there faster? This this was an electricity elemental, right? Yes. <sighs> Can I shock and grasp the engine and just see what it does? Ooh, yeah. I'll give you a devil's <laughs> bargain. Yes, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the gunfire is getting closer and closer to the back of the train. Well, I, I pretty much have to. There's Do two. you want to keep Mercy alive? Yeah, I know. That's why I said I pretty much have to. I'm aware of the stakes. So, yeah, all right. I, I'm like, eh. I don't know. Pig pun. Uh, like I'm, just, I'm, I'm so just, injured and so tired. Stagger, stagger over. That, yeah, I'll, I'll grab onto the engine and fry it with a shocking grasp. Okay, so as you start to do that, um, uh, Peppercorn, you see how injured he is. Yeah, I'm, I was going to do something about that. Sure, yeah. So go ahead and, and do that, because as he starts to charge it up, it's very much like a, you know, static that, shock charging a thing up. great for me. No, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm going to do cure wounds. At uh, We'll do it at... Level one, just because I don't have the information for casting it at level um, two. For level two, you just double. Add, added another D8. Oh, okay. Yep. Two D8, and you just mark off one of your level two spell slots. 
Eight plus spellcasting modifier, I think, is what you rolled there. Yeah, so. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, what do you add to damage on uh, spells? Plus six, I believe, sir. Oh, okay. Or, sorry, no, plus three. You're right. You're yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So, 11? Uh, yes, 11. That I, I feel the better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you reach out, and again, I think just kind of looking at, at Mercy, um, and to some extent at, at Peppercorn, but like especially at Boxley, you realize that, um, you know, there's, there's a lot at stake here, and you just throw um, all of the pork power you have <laughs> Uh, into the engine, um, and it's not nearly enough. You're, you're not an elemental, but it does spark it enough that you're the the car. The engine is no longer sliding back into gunfire. Um, instead, it um, it kind of like with one last kind of dying gasp, lurches forward, um, and uh, in in kind of an oddly beautiful arc, um, the engine shoots forward off uh, the edge of the track. And for a moment, you're all airborne. Um, and together, uh, you kind of each grab hold of each other and then leap um, off the back of the car. Uh, and as the engine flies deep into the mist, um, you hear something horrible scream um, in impossible rage. And then a, a rending of metal and a smashing of metal um, and an explosion. But it's far away from you as you all sort of slowly drift carefully and gently to the ground. You land... Safely, comfortably, it's it's almost an oddly um, silent space. Um, considering all the the chaos you just came through, uh, however, around you is a solid wall of mist, um, and you're standing on a road covered in corpses that are uh, miraculously unblemished. They look as as fresh as if they'd just fallen, and there you can see the the livery of of different nations. You can see war forged. Um, but all of them are, are sort of frozen in, in the way they fell. Um, and, uh, Mercy looking up, uh, you see a sign, um, for house Corinth, um, and you realize uh, that the train has deposited you squarely in the center of Eston, seat of house Corinth. Our Eberron one-shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M-R-K-R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H, ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that like button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time, Christian Manicola, Long Long, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.